Good afternoon and welcome to Philanthropy Matters on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. I am your host, Wanda Pierce, and I am here with our guest for today, Ms. Nancy White, who is the president of the Arlington Free Clinic. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you here. And before I get to the interview, I am going to tell you a little bit about what the show is all about. It's called Philanthropy Matters because that's what I believe. And professionally, I've spent the bulk of my career, over 29 years, working in the philanthropic sector. And I've had the privilege of leading several nonprofit organizations, as well as sitting on the boards of nonprofit organizations. So what is philanthropy? What does it mean? Well, Webster's defines philanthropy as goodwill to fellow members of the human race, especially active efforts to promote human welfare. It's an act or a gift done or made for humanitarian purposes. Philanthropy literally means love of mankind. It's people donating millions. It's kids collecting canned goods. It's volunteering your time. It's donating your skills. But I believe the most important aspect of philanthropy is that it's a two-way street. Those who give also receive. Over the course of the program about philanthropy, we've had the privilege of looking at several different types of philanthropy in several different sectors. Social services, safety net providers, education, criminal justice, social justice, racial equity, youth development, affordable housing, homelessness, youth development, the arts, the environment, aging, and today's topic, health care, which is the topic that uh, is very much in the news these days. Uh, philanthropy involves individuals, families, organizations, companies, all making efforts to the greater good. So with that, I am so pleased to have Nancy White here as our guest today. As I mentioned earlier, she's the president of the Arlington Free Clinic. And Nancy has a distinguished background. Before joining Arlington Free Clinic in 2016, she was executive vice president for professional affairs at the American Physical Therapy Association. And she practiced physical therapy for 30 years in Northern Virginia. As a member, she served the American Physical Therapy Association in numerous volunteer leadership roles, including chair of the board of trustees for the Foundation for Physical Therapy. Dr. White received a doctor of physical therapy degree from Marymount University and a master of science in physical therapy from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, and a bachelor of science from Auburn University. She has been a resident of Arlington since 1988. Welcome. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you for having me today. And you run one of the best known, most efficiently run organizations in Arlington. And it has its own niche. It's very different. And it has a specific mission that I'd like you to share with us. Sure. Thank you so much. And it's my privilege to be the president of Arlington Free Clinic at, at this point in its history. Um, Arlington Free Clinic provides free comprehensive health care to uninsured Arlington low-income adults through the generosity of volunteers and donors. And there are three important words there. One is comprehensive, which means we provide essentially everything that patients need from primary and specialty care to mental health services to pharmacy and now most recently to dental care. Uh, the other, Another word is volunteers. 
almost all of our care that's provided to our patients is provided through the generosity of volunteer physicians, volunteer pharmacists, volunteer interpreters, and you know, you name it. And then finally, donations through the vol- generosity of donors. We don't receive any federal money, so we rely upon the generosity of individuals and companies and small foundations, mostly within this community, to, to support our work. Wow. That's fantastic. And we're going to get into the details of all of the various volunteer uh, positions and all of the types of ways that we can donate and support uh, the Arlington Free Clinic. But let's uh, take a step back and talk about how the Arlington Free Clinic came about. So 25 years ago, we're celebrating our anniversary this year, a group of local physicians recognized a need for a clinic like this. Uh, the economy had taken a dip. There was a wave of immigrants that were flee- fleeing violence and hard times in their countries. And also, it wasn't common for companies to provide health insurance for part-time work for a lot of the jobs that were going on. And so there were a lot of people in our community, about 20,000, 30,000, without any health insurance at all. And so the physicians through the Mar- Ar- Arlington County Medical Society joined forces with what was then Arlington Hospital, now Virginia Hospital Center, to come together to say, we need to start a clinic. And so they started 25 years ago, one night in Thomas Jefferson Middle School in the nurse's office and showed up with their boxes and their stethoscopes and started providing care. And that's how it all started. And over the years, the volunteer mission has stayed consistent but the services have grown to provide not only the primary care services, but as I mentioned earlier, everything from you know dental care to pharmacy and exercise <coughs> classes and nutrition and all of the services that people need not only to get healthy but to stay healthy. Wow, that's terrific! And this and this is really a terrific example. As I was saying in the intro, part of philanthropy is volunteering your time. And, and also your skills. Now, I know you have a lot of volunteers. We'll talk about how our listeners can volunteer. But donating your skills, that is really a bedrock of the Arlington Free Clinic, where you have all of these specialties, specialists and medical providers. Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's just stunning to me and jaw-dropping to see physicians who, after a full day of hard practice or surgery or patient care, will come to us you know, at six o'clock at night and stay until nine or 9.30 taking care of people who don't have any other options. Our medical director, Dr. Joan Ritter, started volunteering as our medical director um, <laughs> years ago. In fact, she started volunteering when her triplets were one and they now are juniors in college. And wow. here she is coming from Walter Reed uh, on a at least weekly basis, you know, which is not an easy commute to come in to take care of our patients. And you see stories like that all the time of what this community has given back. And I really think as an Arlington resident, uh, I'm very proud that the community like Arlington supports an organization and care like this through their hours, through their skills, and through their their gifts. Yeah, that that's terrific. And I remember um, now your predecessor, Nancy Pallison, was mm-hmm. there from the beginning. Yes. Right. And so she played a role in kind of getting it off the ground. Too. Right. Do you want to say a couple of words about Nancy? Oh, absolutely. In fact, every, there's a, not a day goes by that I'm not thankful for the decisions that were made before I got here. Uh, you know, I've, it's, it's my challenge just to not mess things up. Lots mm-hmm. of good 
basic decisions were made that built the framework for the clinic. And Nancy was was key to this. She was the first employee uh, 25 years ago and stayed with the organization for 20 years and was really key to seeing the clinic build up uh, from you know, the simple medical care to all of the services that are provided and really helped the clinic change to meet the needs of our low-income residents as, as we came about. But I, I'm thankful to her every day for, for her wisdom and her passion and what she built uh, during her time. She, she actually did a fantastic job. But I have to say, you're doing a fantastic job. Thank and you. What, and what I've seen in nonprofits um, over the years, when you have someone who was kind of a founder of an organization that's been there a long time, a lot of times uh, when that person retires, there, there, there's a little bit of a gap there. And the organization takes a little bit of a step back or stumble and then moves forward. But with you, it was seamless. You took the baton and then you just raced with it and you have really continued to build up the, the Arlington Free Clinic. So well, thank you. I'm, I'm fortunate that you know, we have probably 10 volunteers who were at Thomas Jefferson the very first night who were still volunteering with us. We have two staff members who celebrated their 20th anniversaries this year as as employees that you know the the history of the organization has allowed me to be successful because I just as I said I just sit there and try not to mess things up but it's um, it's oh, just been uh, it's been nice to do something so important. Absolutely. And so Tell us how it actually works. We know that you have a lot of volunteers. You have professionals and medical professionals and pharmacists and all of that that, that donate their time. But what about the, the, the clients? How does it work in terms of being able to become a client? Okay. So one of the uh, misconceptions is that Arlington Free Clinic is like a walk-in clinic. And people say, oh, I need a strep test. I'm going to go over or get a TB test or go get a shot. And it's... It's not that sort of a um, of a clinic. It's more what we would call a patient-centered medical home for patients. And so if an individual is a patient at Arlington Free Clinic, they go through a process to show that they truly are eligible for this free care. So they need to be Arlington residents, adults, low income, and be uninsured. So we want to make sure that the services that our volunteers are providing are going to people who really do need Absolutely. the service. And so they go through a process to show that they that they meet those criteria. Our sickest patients come directly from the hospital upon discharge from Virginia Hospital Center. We work with those individuals to help stabilize them so that they don't end up back in the hospital or back in the emergency room, but they're able to get back to their lives and and get back to work. And so we see people directly from the hospital upon discharge, from the emergency department, from Arlington's shelters, homeless shelters, and other community partners, uh, doorways for women and families. We, uh, you know, other nonprofits, the uh, Sherlington uh, Seek Day Labor Center can send people directly. And then we also have one day a month where people can self-refer and can come to the clinic and become a patient. And every month we take as many new patients as we can, depending upon our capacity to do so. Our volunteer model limits our ability to see everybody, but we always keep our patient census as high as possible so that we're taking care of as many people as absolutely possible. 
That's terrific. And I love the fact that you're, you're partnering with other organizations that are given referrals. That gives um, people in need a kind of a comprehensive approach to... Oh, and Arlington's to small enough to be up. able to do that. We all know one another. We all take care of some of the same population of people, and we're able to help them better because we are in a smaller community like this. And do you have a, a formal relationship with Virginia Hospital Center, or is it uh, just individual physicians decide on their own? We have an informal relationship. We don't have a partnership mm -hmm. per se, sure. but we have, I would say that without a doubt, Virginia Hospital Center is our most important partner. They provide free imaging, free diagnostic services, free labs uh, for our patients when they c are onboarded as patients. If someone needs surgery, they're able to go to the hospital to get that surgery there. Um, and then in, um, in, the, in exchange, we take care of patients that they refer to us. But it's a very seamless and very critical relationship because if many of the patients we see by the time they get to us are very sick. So simply getting care by the physician who comes in to volunteer is not enough. They may need cancer treatment. They ne may need surgery for trauma or, you know, any of those sorts of things sure. that requires a hospital. So that's, it's been a critical relationship. Well, that's great that you're working together. And what about uh, the, the county, Arlington County? What's your relationship with the county? Oh, I, I, I see my friends at, the Arl at Arlington County almost every you know, two or three times a week, it seems. One of the really great things about Arlington is that those that are providing services in what I call the health safety net work really hard to not duplicate services and not to compete with one another so that we're not all doing the same thing for the same population. So, for example, the county takes care of a lot of the infectious diseases like tuberculosis because mm -hmm. that's a public health issue. They also take care of women uh, during childbirth, the obstetrics and the um, maternal and child care, whereas we take care of a lot of people with chronic diseases that need that ongoing management. And so we work really closely with them and have been very involved most recently with what's called Destination 2027, which is the public health department's uh, plan for the next 10 years and ways to, to really bring about health equity in our community. So we're, we're together all the time. It's an important relationship. Health, health equity. Define health equity. Health equity is different from equality. Equality means everybody gets the same thing in order to hopefully thrive and mm -hmm. be equal. But what we find is that people don't always need the same thing mm -hmm. in order to thrive equally. Some people need more in order to thrive. Someone who is in a wheelchair can't ride the same bike that I can. Someone who is unable to see can't get around in a car, doesn't need the same transportation that I do. And so what equity means is to pro provide what people need in order to thrive based on their individual circumstances. Great. Thank you. So um, you mentioned the partner. Are there any other partnerships you want to highlight? Those are your major ones, I know. Oh, they, um, I could go on and on about well, this. Well, you get in trouble if you start, if you talk. I'll, I'll say one really leave. quickly uh, that's, that we're working with because it has to do with health equity. Arlington Pediatric Center, uh, Virginia uh, Hospital Center's outpatient low-income clinic, Arlington Free Clinic, and the county are engaged in a project that is funded by the Northern Virginia Health Foundation to look at 
the social and economic needs of the patients we take care of, which we consider Arlington's poorest, sickest, neediest individuals, and looking at what their needs are beyond healthcare and collecting some data and are meeting actually next week with individuals, with leaders from the county to talk about what we found from our uh, our data collection to say, you know, can we make some changes in transportation and food access and housing that are going to trickle down and help these individuals be healthy uh, for the long term? And oh, so we're excited about that. That's wonderful. And that's great. The Northern Virginia Health Foundation and in, in their role as a funder is doing something that's going to help uh, across the help board. the whole community. And um, mm-hmm. you all are actually implementing the 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 research so that's terrific so um are, do you have any particular uh, initiatives underway that you want to mention before we go into how people can get involved in oh sure here and I, again <laughs> I I could mention four or five I'll mention one or two one that I'm so excited about is that we now have a dental clinic a three chair dental clinic on site at Arlington Free Clinic and wow. I can't remember any place I've been where dentists and doctors are working side by side. Right. When someone, a patient is struggling with cancer or with diabetes or heart disease, there's such a connection between the health of your mouth and your teeth and the health of the rest of your body. Yes. And to have an opportunity where we can, can pilot collaborative care between dentists and doctors is just so exciting to me. And and between nutritionists and pharmacists and mental health providers and physical therapists to have everyone under one roof. And so that's something that's giving us a lot of of, of excitement to yeah, see that Yeah, that's very out. different. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I noticed when I was on your website, you have a lot of terrific stories of people who've been helped. You have the numbers, mm-hmm. which are outstanding, the number of individuals, types of services that are provided over the course of a year. And then you have the actual stories of folks. So you have, do you have a, a favorite one? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, as you mentioned, I'm a physical therapist by background. And I uh, so I'm drawn to stories that about people who lose their ability to make a living because mm-hmm. of injuries. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, and then regained that. And one of our our patients, I'll, I'll call him Manuel, um, had, had diabetes and he was young, but he developed an infection that he could manage and had to have an amputation. And here he was, you know, 35 years old and a family and making a living and suddenly this came about and so Mm -hmm. one of our volunteers happened to be interpreting for the physician that day and realized that this was going on and one thing we don't provide is prosthetic limbs because we nobody's come to volunteer for that yet but she came forth and said my husband and I would like to buy the prosthetic limb for this individual so that he can walk again. And you know, you've seen what's happened with prosthetic limbs with the military and with all the innovations with yes. you know, the athletes now. You can do so much, but if you don't have one, you can't do any much of anything. And so right. they purchased the limb and then our physical therapist partner uh, in the community provided the gait training and the rehabilitation to allow him to walk and function. And basically he could do everything he could do before his amputation now that he has his prosthesis and the training that went along with that and to see him be able to support himself and make a living and not be dependent upon 
volunteers and handouts forever is it's just been really encouraging and yeah. exciting to me. That's a terrific story, and for for him to be so young, oh. that you you changed his life, and you said he had a family, his family's life. Oh, right, absolutely. That is just terrific. And so, um, in terms of your needs for the Arlington Free Clinic, what what are some of your greatest needs? <laughs> <laughs> Has there, have you had any guests who haven't said, we need money to support the work we do? People, A couple. You know, people, people love to pay for new and sparkly things, but it's the day-to-day infrastructure of keeping the lights on, that that support. And yep. about a third of our budget comes from people that simply just write checks to support mm-hmm. our ongoing needs. So, so that's important. Uh, one of our greatest needs beyond uh, financial support is we need volunteer dentists. We have 25 years of relationships with the medical community. Sure. We have one year of relationships with the dental community. And we have three chairs and the ability to keep this place going six days a week and into the evenings. And so I, my goal is to have those chairs busy and full with patients that need dental care. Dental care is so expensive that it's really inaccessible to those who live in poverty. Just yesterday, and I will uh, have to tell, share this, we did a pilot uh, with ACEFAN, with the homeless shelter, yes. to bring uh, four of their clients over to, to get dental care for them and get dental hygiene services. And so we're really looking for ways that we can make this available to others in the community, but we need dentists who are willing to volunteer in the same way that the medical community has over the years. Wow. Okay, listeners, so next time you go to your dentist, you might want to let them know about the Arlington Free Clinic and how they're Mm -hmm. looking for professionals. Three hours once a month. That's all we ask for. Just three hours once a month. That's great. So that's that's a way to contribute. You can contribute cash or you can refer your dentist. (laughs) All right. That's great. It's a great service, and I hope I really do um, hope that you can achieve that that goal of filling those chairs i have no doubt you will (laughs) and so um what are the some of the other ways that you sustain your operations you have cash uh you have in-kind so we we don't as i said we don't have any federal Mm -hmm. money so all of our money comes for the most part from from private donations we do get a small amount from the county Mm -hmm. and from the state to support to support our work but about 25% of our budget comes from our fundraising event that we do in the fall. About 25% comes from grants from private foundations, family foundations, mm-hmm. Northern Virginia Health Foundation, and others. And then 30% comes from people that simply just write us checks and, and you know, through the goodness okay. of their heart, give back. That's great. And so um, they can go on your website, too, right? You have online giving, Oh, absolutely. Too. And that is... Uh, ArlingtonFreeClinic.org. That should be easy to remember. Okay. Uh, and then in terms of volunteer opportunities, if you're not a uh, professional doctor to uh, donate your skills, uh, what are... What, are, do you have any other volunteer opportunities for? Sure, sure. We, ha- we do, and you can go to our mm-hmm. website and see, but okay. we, we always need... We always need licensed healthcare providers from counselors to pharmacists to dentists to doctors, nurses, medical assistants. We also always need interpreters, particularly Spanish interpreters. Uh, we all, you know, for people that don't have the time to come in and give, we also appreciate uh, drives of 
books for children because when oh. people bring their children, we like to, to be able to give them a book or to give them a stuffed animal. Warm mittens and gloves and hats in the fall, toiletries, dental supplies, those sorts of things oh, wow. are always sort of nice projects for families. Wow, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Okay. That's great. And as, again, Nancy said you can go to, to their website, uh, www.arlingtonfreeclinic.org. And so, um, Nancy, if you had one wish for the Arlington Free Clinic, what would it be? Well, this is, this is going to surprise you that I say this, but if I had one wish for Arlington Free Clinic would be that, that we could close our doors. You know, that I really dream for the day when we will be in a country where health care is available to everyone and that people don't have to stand in line and hope that somebody draws their name and they get to be a patient. And then if they don't get to, they have to come back the next month. It's like one of these days, maybe we'll be there. But, uh, you know, until then, we're here for them. And we're so lucky to be in a community that allows us to be able to care for people until we come to the day where we will not need that, uh, not need our service. We hoped when Medicaid expanded in Virginia this year that we would run out of people to treat. And believe it or not, that's not the case. And Mm -hmm. we have had, we seem to have as many people, if not more, who need our services. So yeah, um, there is still that gap. But I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, because we have, you know, uh, Arlington seems so d- prosperous. Yes. You know, it's like we hide our poor people pretty well. It's hard to, to realize that there's so many who need us. Well, I'm so glad for the Arlington Free Clinic. And the Arlington Free Clinic is actually uh, located in South Arlington, right. on the mm-hmm. Columbia Pike Corridor, mm-hmm. not too far from Walter Reed and Columbia Pike intersection. Exactly. Right. And it's it's the zip code at which probably 80% of our patients reside, if not more. So it's convenient. Columbia Pike is, the, from my understanding, the busiest bus route in the state. So people can get to us easily. They can walk. They can bike. They can take the bus and uh, can get there quite easily. And so it's nice to have services there where people live and work. Absolutely. So is there anything else you'd like to add uh, before we, we close? Well, I will say... Um, that I just appreciate the opportunity to be in a community like Arlington. As I said, one of the joys of of this work has been getting to know the other individuals in this community who are doing good work as well and to partner with people who are taking care of, of housing needs and domestic violence and immigration law and food and transportation and all of those services that, that people can't do without. And I don't know, how they would get by, but it makes Arlington a really appealing place for people to live because of of all of this generosity that we have. I think our community is more vibrant, is more interesting, and a better place to live when it's diverse. So I, I'm really happy to be in a, in a community like this and, and thank everyone for their support. Absolutely. Philanthropy is live and well in Arlington. So I want to thank you, Nancy for being an awesome guest this week. And if you have any uh, suggestions for future topics, please email us at yourphilanthropymatters at gmail.com. And so this is your host, Wanda Pierce, signing off until next week. And always remember, your philanthropy matters.